Hello everyone this is Mukti Prasad Das Today we will talk about the concept of training load and recovery Why training load is so much important in the field of sports science or sports performance as because training load is given for the improvement of an athlete or the maintenance of the fitness these are the basic two reasons why uh, we need to know about the training loads now what is training load it is a psychophysiological demands put on the organism through a motor stimuli that means a movements resulting in improvement or maintenance of performance training load is the process of tackling training and competition demands which cause temporary disturbance of psychic and physical state of homeostasis now let us understand the type of training load basically it is of two type one is external load another one is internal load external load is is a total work done by the athlete now what is internal load it is the degree and extent of psychophysio reaction of the external load have you understand this very simplified format the what are the relationship of internal and external load both are interrelated for biological adaptation that means the improvement of performances internal load is must and it should be optimum that means for adaptation training adaptation or load adaptation internal load is must same external load is the is not the result in the same degree of internal load in two sportsmen having the different level of training state that means if two people are working in the similar level of load not necessarily that your the reactions of the load will be same for both athlete then for top level sportsmen higher level of external load is very essential for better adaptations and to perform better now we need to understand what are the components of training load so it is important to measure and control the external load that's very essential part it's very important to you know plan the training process and it's very important to analyze and evaluate the training load if you can do that then we have uh, certain components of training we need to understand intensity is the first component of training it is nothing but the rate of doing work the pace at which the physical activity is done degree of effort made by the athlete so different intensity has a different training effect so what are the components of the intensity again it is divided into the movement intensity and density of the load now what is movement intensity it is the speed or force which with which a single movement is done movement with high speed movement with slow speed or movement with weight these are the probable we can use to you know increase the movement intensity now what is density of the load the rest period between two motor stimuli the time relationship between load and the recovery should be optimum now let us give an example of intensity 
so under the category of sports intensity and unit of measurement let us talk about running cycling walking or swimming etc now intensity is to be calculated in terms of speed speed of running speed of cycling or speed of walking or speed of swimming that a unit of measurement may be in the meter per second or kilometer per hour etc now for sports like jump or throw the intensity is should be in a form of distance or height for jump it is height for high jump for long jump it is the distance and for the throw it is also a distance is the intensity we can calculate that way so unit of measurement is meter per centimeter or let us talk about the sports uh, called weight training now the amount of load is given to lift that means the resistance is the intensity and the speed how speedily someone is doing the clean and jerk sort of things so that is also a intensity so how many kilo load he is taking and how many repetitions the person is doing per time how many time it takes these are the unit of measurement now let us understand what is load volume the first component of the training we talk about the intensity was the first component the second component is the load volume the total amount of work done by the athlete it is nothing but the volume it should be very optimum example to develop basic endurance one should run continuously for at least 30 minutes the components of the load volume duration of movement stimulus and frequency of stimulus that means how long you have been stimulating to perform the activity and how frequently you are giving the command giving the stimulus these are the component of the load volume now let us understand what is the duration of the movement stimulus it is the time period for which a simple motor stimulus acts on the organism it should be optimum to develop acceleration duration of the stimulus should be at least 6 second now what is frequency of stimulus it is the number of times a motor stimulus is given that means it's a number of repetition the frequency of stimulus and intensity are they are interrelated now for example let us understand the sports volume and unit of measurement now for sports like running swimming or cycling the volume is total distance and how long he or she took to cover the distance so they are can be measured in hour minute second kilometer you know these are all the unit of measurements now for example jump and throw this is the total number of jumps a person did the number of times a person did the throw so the numbers so the unit of measurement now we have a clear uh, example of movement in uh, intensity and the load for for example for running intensity is the speed now for the running the load is the the length the distance covered by the person that's the difference between intensity as a component and the volume load volume as a component and the third point is physical exercise as you talked uh different type of physical activity there so it is a general exercise and specific exercise and competitive exercise so three category we talked about the day in general exercise the load volume 
is not related not related to any event in specific sites load and movement nearly related and in competitive exercise load and movement are related that means in general exercise the load and the movement are not related in general exercise uh, nearly related and in competitive exercise they are related so depending upon the body parts involved the coordination requirement the apparatus or the implement use procedures different types and level of load now let us understand what is another component is called movement quality in addition to intensity and volume the quality of the movement in technique and tactical training is a very important factor of the load it can be increased by increasing the degree of difficulty of movement for gymnast for example now the complexity of exercises increases degree of difficulty and load concentration perception attention etc not give example the functions of load it is maximum or you can calculate this way in the 100% and development the three column now when you talk about the function of the load the in sub maximum level you giving the load of 60 to 75% that is for maintenance and development now in medium so 40 to 60% it is for maintenance low is 30 to 40% it is the active rest and acceleration of recovery now intensity zone for strength and endurance training now the strength training resistance and intensity now for strength training 30 to 50% intensity is low 50 to 70% it is a light 70 to 80% it is medium 80 to 90% it is sub maximum and 90 to 100% is called maximum intensity for strength training that means when you give 90 to 100% of the load it is called maximum 80 to 90% it is sub maximum it is 70 to 80% and medium 50 to 70 it's a light and 30 to 50 is low now for endurance training your yes, um, 85 to 100% is maximum your heart rate should increase more than 180 when you're talking about a sub maximum it is 75 to 85% of the speed and your heart rate is 165 to 180 when talking about the medium 60 to 70 75% of the speed and heart rate is 150 to 165 when you're talking about the light intensity then 50 to 60% of the speed and 140 to 150 is heart rate when you give a load of low intensity then the speed is 30 to 50% and heart rate should be between 130 to 140 now we need to understand the load and super compensation something called as load phase and something called as recovery phase when you draw a graph sinusoidal curve that x axis is representing as a time then when you start giving load hemostasis happen during the load phase conjunction happens 
then during the recovery phase compensation happens once the compensation happens then further after some time super compensation happens so training done may time preferably during the compensation leads to stable adaptation which can last for a long time now what are the principles of super compensation the principle of super compensations are principle of continuity and repetition of the load that means training should be continuous otherwise performance will go back after some day most of the adaptations are reversible endurance decline fast strength decline slowly muscular endurance declines less after cessation of activity flexibility is lost quickly a skill once learned is never forgotten deterioration in skill level made due to strength level loss of speed and agility is very small now what are the principle of optimum load when you see the training time from 0 to the maximum when you give stimulus from the in the beginning of this training when you give a low intensity training then compensation recovery and fatigue these are the interrelated terms which will be discussed in another topic under the heading of principle of optimal load and let us switch over to the principle of load and recovery the optimum load is must to achieve super compensation it is very clear that we need to when we train athlete we have to give them a optimum load to achieve super compensation the super compensation will take place only if optimum recovery is given for super compensation recovery is as important as a uh, training load that means when you give a very hard training the a person will get longer compensation recovery period to get the maximum fitness but chances of fatigue is more when you give adequate training the fatigue level is moderate and over compensation probably happen and if you give the low uh, training then low fatigue percent probability of getting fatigue is very low and uh, even super compensation is also very less now what is let us understand what is principle of specificity of load the specialization means use of specific means and methods for improving performance in a particular sports specific means and methods leads to faster improvement in the initial stage it has the negative effects in the beginning of the training cycle general training is given more weightage with the passage of time it should become more specific and now now we'll talk about the principle of progression of load to improve the performance load should be increased from time to time there are two methods one is the linear method another is the step method now 
let us understand what are the factors of load they are intensity volume or maybe both the change of physical exercise movement quality unaffordable weather conditions methods of training ground or surface psychic load training frequency and finally number and difficulty of compensations these are all the factors of load and thank you very much for understanding the basis of the training load thank you so much